You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And we got a great show for you today. We've got a... I guess this is sort of like Sundance and whatever, and uh, the alias uh, name. I mean, who Butch is, Cassidy and the Sundance. And, and, uh, Are you talking about and, Steve and me? No, I'm talking about our guest is named Tom Jones. That's me. sort of like being Bill Smith or something, I guess. But <laughs> no. we've got we've got uh, Tom Jones on. Tom is from Missouri, the Show Me State, and uh, we're going to be talking about the museum that he's with. Uh, and it ought to be a very good show. Jim, glad to have you with us. Thank we, you. Our, our uh, real cream boy is up in Charlotte at the... Auto Fair, the AACA Spring Meet. You reckon he's going to bring us back a present? No. I didn't figure. No. Didn't. But no. it would be a nice idea if he did, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, I take I take my my Austin Healy again. Well, I I, I take your Austin Healy too. So uh, anyway, a doctor has it, and I don't. But anyway, yeah. let's welcome uh, Thomas K. Jones. Hey, Tom. Welcome. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Tom is fine. Uh, D- David had too much coffee already this morning, but he'll be all right. We'll really. Well, I haven't in. had enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you're missing Steve. He's uh, he's a good partner on the air and uh, is quite an <laughs> antique car guy. So you're in Fulton, Missouri, and tell our listeners where you are and just kind of a little bit, if you would, about the Auto World Museum, please. Well, uh, we're located in uh, Fulton, Missouri, which is uh, right in the middle of Missouri itself, off of I-70. We're on uh, south of 54, on south 54, seven miles uh, south of Kingdom City. Uh, We are a museum that was uh, originally began by a local uh, chip manufacturer who always had interest in vehicles. And about in the mid-80s, after he had been collecting over a period of time, realized that there was really no broad, thorough uh, collection of automobiles um, in our area that, uh, you know, something that went from 1900s all the way up till present day. Most vehicle cars, museums around here are all dedicated to either one type of car or another, so he specifically went out and looked for vehicles uh, that could tell a good story of American automobile history. And so he started doing that in the mid-'80s. And about 2006 or so, a little earlier, he was deciding, uh, you know, the whole retirement issue, he was deciding whether to do more with the collection of his 120 cars uh, or just to sell them off. And his daughter, Vicki Backer McDaniel, who now currently runs it, realized and knew I was in town, I'm a commercial designer, uh, film person, asked me to come in and design a Smithsonian-like museum. And so uh, we took us about a year to put that thing together, and we opened in 2006, and the rest is sort of history. (laughs) Oh, that that sounds neat, especially when you're talking Smithsonian and the fact that you're going back. What's the earliest car you have? 
Well, right now we have uh, really the 1903 Humberette is our earliest car that we actually have. We do have an 18, uh, 18, uh, uh, an 1886, 1886, I'm being so funny, uh, uh, Mary Olds. We have an 1896, excuse me, uh, right. 1902 uh, uh, Olds runabout, but it's a, uh, it's, it's a, a replica rather okay. than a sort right. of original piece. Excuse me here if I'm... Okay. Fighting allergies. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome. Uh, we finally had rain here in Atlanta, and everything was green from pollen, and now we're back to normal colors. Um, uh, yes, I, yes. The Humberette, it, that was made in the U.K., wasn't it? Not in the U.S.? It, right. The Humberette was made in the in the U.K. Um, uh, I'm just amazing he was able to grab this vehicle and get this vehicle. Um, we had a recent uh, issue with the Humberette. We have fairly good security uh, at our museum, and we don't completely uh, separate the cars from the audience and from the viewers. Wow. And uh, we've had very few things stolen, but recently um, we've had somebody come in there and take off the original license plate of the car. As you know, English vehicles come with a license plate. That's correct. And uh, we don't know how these people did it. Uh, Our security cameras and everything caught them, but we we are close to finding that person. But it's, you know, it's been kind of distressful because, of course, part, the main part of that vehicle is, of course, you know, it's pedigree with its license plate. Sure. Wow. Right, right. Okay. So, uh, let's let's keep progressing through your your display of vehicles you you go from the 03 humberette and what's the next oldest car oh uh, then we have the R uh the ario touring wow um, okay nice little piece oh just beautiful in great shape just love her um and then the next one my favorite vehicle in there in terms of the oldest is our 1909 lambert touring um, it's one of the vehicles that we did. It has not been restored. It's kind of as is as he found it, which is really quite interesting. It kind of gives people an idea of, you know, really what happens to vehicles and things as they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the Herculean task it is to restore a vehicle. And it still is one of my favorite, favorite vehicles there. Where, where was this found? Did, did um, you know, I'm not sure. I, it's so funny. I'm doing the, I'm doing a two minute video and uh, description of each of these videos right now, and we were still trying to figure out where Bill uh, found that one originally. He has each car he found has a story to it, and that's one of the ones that we're trying to track down, actually, okay. on, on where he found it. It looks like it came out of a barn. Vicky, his daughter, uh, has a couple of ideas on what happened, but we're not ac- actually sure where he picked that particular one up. Okay, all right. Sorry, uh, I don't have a better story for no, you on that no, one. No, 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 that, that's fine. There's a lot of cars out there with no story that people kind of <laughs> wonder how they arrived or, you know, or surprise cars, shall we say. Well, let, let's, right, let's, right. Let's, well, let's keep rolling through your inventory because I kind of like to build off of that on uh, the radio show. So uh, let, let's, you know, give us the walkthrough on the inventory, please. Uh, well, uh, let's see. We had again. Uh, we do have an 1896 Ford Quadricycle, but it's a uh, it's a repro. You know, that's mm-hmm. one thing in our collection. We, of course, every car museum wants to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said we have the 1902 uh, Oldsmobile Runabout, the 1903 Humberette, mm-hmm. 1907 Rio Touring, 
Mm-hmm. And then we have a 1909 black auto buggy. Mm. Uh, 1909 Ford Model T Touring. Uh, then we have a Lambert Touring, 1909. Mm-hmm. And then a 1910 Kelsey Motorette. Uh, 1915 Hupmobile Model 32. Uh, 1955 Scooter Baker Touring, 1917 Model T Ford Roadster, 1917 Oldsmobile Touring. Uh, we have a lovely 1917 Scripps booth, uh, 1919 uh, Chevrolet Roadster, 1919 Dodge Brothers Roadster, 1920 Chalmers Hardtop, 1920s Ford Model T Center Door. Wow. And then we have also some working vehicles, which is wonderful. Yes, the Center Door is actually owned by... Vicki uh, McDaniels, mm-hmm. uh, Vicki Backer McDaniels herself. It's her personal uh, car, one of her drivers. Uh, it's really quite, really quite wonderful. Uh, but then we also have some working vehicles. We have a 1922 Aaron Spox, which is really in quite magnificent shape. Fire I'm engine? Very proud of that one. Is, is it a fire? Yes, yeah, yes, sir. Okay. And a pumper. All yeah, right. The old pumper. Beautiful vehicle. And then along with that, uh, we have a. a uh, 1919 uh, Chevrolet Roadster, which is actually a 17 Roadster, obviously, and then of course because of the war, they came back in the you know their first round. Right. They they labeled the 17 the 19. Yeah. Well, what's great about that vehicle is that it came with the Fox Aaron, and apparently, uh, I think it was Warrensburg or Wentzville, a town closer close to to us here. That vehicle was used with the Aaron's. Up until the mid '50s, as the fire chief's vehicle. Hmm. That's that's <laughs> it's neat. It's bright orange, et cetera, et cetera. It's, yeah. it's very interesting. Wow! You know the things that we have in there. Yeah. Okay. I Wentzville that uh, rings a bell because not only is there a GM plant there, but there used to be a drag strip and racetrack called Mid America, if I remember rightly. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is yes. there is there absolutely. anything left of that old track? You know, not that I know of. I think it's still used locally. Uh-huh. We also mentioned that. That was obviously before my day, and somebody mentioned that locally, that it's still being used. But wow. I, I really couldn't tell you, at least not officially. Okay. Well, let's see. We, we, we're up through the uh, Aaron's Fox and the uh, 19 Chevrolet. Yeah. 1919 Chevrolet. And right, and then I jumped ahead. Let's see. Uh, Looking at our big giant list here, beautiful. I wish I could just roll them off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, let's see, where were we? And then we have a. Um, uh, let's see, we did the Chalmers hard top. We have the the center door, as I mentioned. Yep. We have a twenty two Dodge Brothers Touring, twenty two Will uh, Will uh, Will Saint Clair. Oh, that has. It's, it, it, and she's wonderful too. Great oh, shape. This vehicle. Yeah, just we beautiful. Just we. Beautiful. Uh, we had the Will St. Clair Museum on a few months ago and interviewed them. Right. right. That has to be yeah. the most yeah. beautiful emblem of any automobile oh. manufacturer. I, I would absolutely agree with that. Just, yeah. just, just wonderful. Just wonderful. Uh, and then we have a 1924 Stanley Steamer. Good. In, in pretty good shape. And, uh, I, I, you know, of course, everybody wants us to turn it on and start it up and Somebody will die if we probably do that. Oh dear! Restorative <laughs> hey, um, efforts, but it, <laughs> but she's in beautiful shape. She looks good, and all the parts and pieces are all there. It's just really kind of quite wonderful. Wonderful. So we um, have a good steamer. Our uh, 
chief engineer here is telling me we have to take a break so they can pay me my magnificent salary. So (laughs) don't go away. We'll be right back. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thank you. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. This is Dr. George from Peachtree Ear, Nose, and Throat Center. Do you have problems with sinus pain and pressure? Do other people smell things that you don't? Have you lost the joy in eating because food just doesn't taste like it used to? Is your nose always stuffy no matter what you do? Maybe you have sinus or nasal polyps, a chronic sinus infection, or allergies that are either undertreated or have never been treated at all. At Peachtree ENT Center, we use state-of-the-art equipment so you can see the problem. You'll be a partner in your care, and together we will decide the course of treatment because we believe in old-fashioned medicine where we take the time to fix the problem, not just medicate the symptoms. We specialize in minimally invasive balloon dilation sinus surgery, correction of a nasal septal deviation, and turbinate reduction surgery that can be done in the office, getting you back to work the next day. And you can rest assured that all options will be discussed before surgery is recommended because Peachtree ENT Center is where patient care counts. If you'd like to make an appointment, call 404-591-9100 or reach us on the web at www.peachtreeentcenter.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Tom Jones from Fulton, Missouri being interviewed. And we've got Jim Weber in the studio with us today. And he's being the interviewer. And we've got the interviewee. And I hope we didn't just lose it. Are you there, Tom? No, we we didn't. I'm I'm afraid I just face-dialed you all. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, all right. uh, Well... Tom, where, where do you all get most of your cars? Uh, or they, did they come strictly with the with the, the lady's father, or do you all still look for cars today? Well, you know, of course, we've had a lot of folks want to offer and donate their vehicles. Uh, mainly, Bill did uh, most of the collection. All of it is 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 Bill's collection, Bill Backer's collection, and he found all, almost all the cars. His uh, <clears throat> daughter Vicky, who now runs it and their company, and their and his son uh, Dale uh, have a few of their own that have been included in the collection. But it's mostly their father who who, who did this. Are, are you all looking for all more cars today? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I can just hear Vicky, who's probably listening to this, rolling her eyes. Yes, of course, we would love to have more vehicles. But I barely can sit in our 20,000-plus square foot space. I can barely get 79, 80 cars in there without it just being just horrible and you not, not being able to see everything properly. So, And we have a bunch more, obviously, in storage. And we have enough to be able to switch out the collection to make it interesting. But we don't have a specific area to be able to restore them. In fact, I've really been hired to come on as part of the development. 
And one of our big goals is to find a group of restoration mechanics locally and to raise money to be able to start restoring our vehicles. So right now, we really can't afford the space to take more vehicles. And I can't believe as a museum person, I'm... I'm I'm hesitating on taking any sort of inventory or stock, but uh, well, now, Jim, right now, Jim uh, Weber's we can old barely enough. handle what we've got. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Weber's old enough, and he doesn't take up a whole lot of room. We could send him as an antique. Uh, uh, no, no, yeah, no, the next, <laughs> the, the next, the next thing David's going to tell you is I started with Durier in 1894. I was their first field guy. I thought it was Moses. Moses. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Tom, he's got the heat turned up so high in here this morning. I think I'm in a Finnish sauna right now. <laughs> so, I think, like, I, like I said, uh, you can imagine how old Jim is. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, all right. Well, we were with the 1924 Stanley, and uh, why don't we go proceed on with that? All right. Well, we've uh, 1926 Packard limo. Beautiful. Uh, a 26 Packard Touring. Uh, one of our best and loveliest pieces I kind of like is the 26 uh, Pierce Arrow 7, the passenger Touring. Oh. And then we have a, well, it's, and it's lovely. A great shape. Just, uh, just a wonderful piece. And then a 26 uh, Willis Knight sedan. Okay. Um, another very, very nice piece. Uh, oh, and, this is very interesting. We also have a 1927 Bugatti. Now, before you say anything, it's a VW kit car. Oh. Now, we've, now well, let me finish. Well, I've taken it, we've taken, obviously, all that out of the museum. And why Bill was really wonderful is that he would come along, he would know that he would want a certain vehicle. And if he couldn't find it yet, he would find, just like the, uh, just like the Ford Quadricycle, he would put in something that obviously wasn't it, but it was there to remind him, I need to buy a real one of those. Wow. (laughs) Which is the only reason, you know, I even mentioned that the kick car, because he was so embarrassed, you know. But it was there to kind of go, hey, hey, I need to get a real one of those, you know, sort of thing. All right, well, and then we have the 29 uh, Chevrolet Cabriolet. Uh, And then we have the Cord. Ah. We have a 1929 Cord, the Nord Cabriolet. An L29. Yeah, an L29. Yeah. You yeah. got it. And okay. just gorgeous, gorgeous vehicle. One of my favorites to tell people about because everyone assumes that, you know, front-wheel drive and mm-hmm. uh, overhead cam, dual overhead cam are all some sort of modern invention. It's really nice to be able to show people that, you know, a lot of those things have been around yes. for quite a while. Yeah. That's my, co- um, my cohort, Steve is a big L29 Cord fan. He thinks those are the oh, most beautiful okay. cars, and I tend to beautiful. agree with him beautiful. for uh, American. Go ahead. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then, um, you know, we also focused on some foreign cars that were popular in the U.S. We have a uh, 29 Rolls DH Coupe, uh, which is very interesting. Um, is it a, a, a twenty? 19- a 2025 or 2530 or a Phantom 1 or Phantom 2? I think it's a Phantom 1. It's funny. I I can never re- really quite remember that because it's actually Dale's car. Okay. His son's car. And right. so it's, I'm never sure whether it's going to be in there or not, whether he's going to take it out and drive it. So <laughs> okay. I, I don't pay as much attention as I, as I probably <laughs> should. It, it's actually it's a Phantom 2. It's a Phantom It's two. a P2? Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, right. it's a Phantom II. And it's a drop head coupe. And then, let's see, we have a 31 Marmon, four-door, the the, v, the uh, club, the V16. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, yes. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, those uh, are beautiful. And then, of course, uh, Bill himself thought that there wasn't an ugly car made in 1932. Mm-hmm. And so he just absolutely loved 32. So we have quite a collection of 32s. Um, like we have a 32, you know, Chevrolet Roadster. We have a 32 DeSoto, the uh, Confederate model, the CSC model Roadster. Wow. Okay, uh, that's rare. Yeah. And, and these are all in sweet, just wonderful condition. Uh, then a 32, uh, let's see, a 32 Ford Model 18, 32 Franklin four-door sedan, uh, 32 Hudson sedan, and one of my favorites, the 32 Hupmobile Model B216, the Roadster. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32 LaSalle Coupe, a 32 Nash uh, four-door sedan, a 32 Pontiac Coupe, a 32 Rio Royale, uh, and a 32 Willis Knight sedan. And then we have a 34 uh, Ford Roadster in that little collection. Uh, and they all are just in wonderful shape. It gives a good, obviously, with the rumble seats and all, it gives a good idea of how people used to, you know, you know, travel right. in a oh, lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Open air. Yeah. Steve, uh, Steve <laughs> has got a 1910T, and it's got the mother-in-law seat in the back. And I, I guess right, with, right, with, right. with the uh, rumble seats, that's where the mother-in-law and the kids sat. Right, right, so. right, right. Well, my father used to tell a story where they would travel from Sykeston, Missouri, or the New Madrid, Missouri, and drive either up to St. Louis, or they'll drive out to Arizona, and this was in like 35, 38, in, in a Model A, and, mm-hmm. in, or, or in a uh, in one of the coupes, and uh, just couldn't imagine. All he had to do was just duck, because his grandfather used to spit out the window chewing tobacco. <laughs> You know, and they would, and the kids, and of course, you know, kids nowadays are so pampered. Well, guess where the kids sat? They all sat in the rumble seat. Sure, know, and they loved it. Granddaddy's tobacco. <laughs> God bless them. You can only imagine, you know, thirty-eight traveling on Route sixty-six. You know, that's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Let's see. Where were we? We were nineteen thirty-four Roadster with a rumble seat. Yes, the Roadster, right. And then we're going to jump up to 1938. We have a Buick Series 40 sedan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a 38 Dodge panel truck, which I've been trying to get back into the museum. Hopefully we're going to do that soon uh, when we switch some cars out. And, again, another one of my favorites, I have a whole bunch clearly, is our 1941 Lincoln Mark I. Uh, wonderful shape. Continental? Uh, you know, right before World War II. Yeah, a Continental? Excuse me? Is it a Continental? Yes, sir. Uh, a, a drop it's head or, or a coupe? It's a coupe. Oh, those are gorgeous. I think they're prettier they're than, the, than the 46, 47, 48 one. I think 41. Oh, I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I think it's much yeah. sleeker looking. It, it, it is, and uh, it's just it, you know, wonderful lines. Um, wonderful engineering. You know, I, I just love that car. You you push the button and it does this little instant pop out like you know, modern <laughs> kitchen uh, you know cabinet right. doors are, and you're always a little surprised when you push the button because the door pops out at you. Yeah, yeah I think just, that's I just love that. that's the only car that I'm aware of that had push button uh, doors latches. 
Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen uh, one. No, I, no, pre-war especially. And do you have the original 12-cylinder engine in it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. So it's many. all original. So, and that was another one of those pieces that, you know, Bill just, he would hunt these things out. I mean, he would hunt them out, and he would see these, you know, he'd have a target, and he would hunt them out and find the best price in the best condition. And that was one of his great finds. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, your yeah. your inventory uh, is impressive. So well, thank you, thank you. Yes, and 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 I and again, I wish I had more room to show them all at all times. But again, it gives us at least an excuse to switch out some cars at least the collection as we're going along. Well, and that um, also that also gets people to come back, and that and yeah, that's absolutely. the key thing. All right, go ahead. We're right, and we've and 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 we haven't been able to switch out cars in two or three years, and just because. Uh, you know, Vicky uh, has been trying to deal with the estate, part of the car museum, even though it's a foundation. A lot of the vehicles were still part of her father's estate. He's passed. Mm. And so now we're just getting to the point where we're sure exactly what's in the collection. And so we're now we're kind of getting back to being able to re, uh, to rotate our vehicles in the way that we're, we really wanted to to begin with. So. Okay. So if, if anyone's been there and they say that it hasn't changed, I promise you it's, <laughs> it will be. Change is <laughs> coming. Be, Good. It is, it is, it is. Well, it, well, our, our Aaron's Fox is the cork that keeps the whole museum open. There's no other way to get into the museum except through removing our Aaron's Fox. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a big undertaking to pop the cork to change things out. So we, we finally got the Aaron's Fox so we can roll her without hurting her. Beautiful. Um, uh, we do have a 47 American LaFrance uh, fire engine in okay. great shape. Okay. Um, we have a, inside the museum, we have a 47 Diamond Key pickup, uh, a 47 Hudson pickup. Yes. How rare is that? Rare. Very rare. Oh. Well, it was so weird. I'd never seen one except on the TV show Fury, if you remember that, with Peter Graves and Joey about the horse Fury. And I always saw the Hudson. They had a Hudson um, uh, pickup. They had a Hudson there. Yeah. A, a vehicle. And I just never seen one until Bill... We, we brought one into the museum. That's wow. Really kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we have a 50s uh, Buick Special. Okay. Um, a 1952 Kaiser Manhattan. And then we have a 52 C-grade pumper. Oh, okay. So you, you, uh, right, you've got a pretty good representative of fire engines then. Because that's that's we do. Unfortunately, they that's the those are the one things that we've been really looking for people in terms of our work professional vehicles is to really find someone to come in and take those on. They take so much room just to display them, right? Um, and obviously to restore them. And right up the road is uh, the uh, Missouri uh, uh, in Kingdom City is the Missouri uh, Tourism uh, Building, and they also have the firefighters memorial there. Oh, so okay. So we've been trying, right. trying to get those folks and everyone together to maybe hop on a couple of these vehicles just so, you know, people can see them. We've left them outside covered for a bit, but of course, you know, if we don't get them out in the rain, right. find a home, right. they're done. They're yeah, gone, I understand. Um, and, and, it, and and we all cry over it every day that we haven't found them a home. You know? yeah. so, at least the errands is inside. So. Well, that, that that's good. Um, our friend David wants to uh, break me again. So we'll be sure. right back. Okay. Okay. 
The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Have you tuned in to the Master Gardener Hour lately? We have a brand new look. Come and join me, the new host, Kate Copsey, every Saturday at 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to, to uh, insure your classic, classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. We're back, Tom. Tom, are you there? Did I lose you, Tom? I am here, uh, sorry. Okay, no problem, here. no problem. Um, David, you always ask a question. And oh, the one question they let me ask. <laughs> and, uh, and that question is, and we've we've gotten a number of answers. By the way, before I get into that question, I want to uh, preface it by saying, and, and Tom, I don't know that we even talked about this uh, before the show, but um, one of the reasons for doing this show and, and the way we're doing it with the uh, interviewing museums and talking about cars that way is that we're very dedicated to keeping the hobby alive, and we think that any grandparent that's listening, if they want to do something with their grandkids, take them to a classic car, antique car museum. That is the greatest Absolutely. day you'll ever have. And um, yep. if that's not the day, then the question is, have you all had any weddings at your museum? Well, actually, we have. We uh, In 2008, two years after I did the museum, we created more of a special event area in the middle uh, where I recreated a 40s diner and a 20s gas station, and uh, we have uh, room and capacity for over, I think, 150 now, I think is what we have. So we've had everything from wedding receptions. Uh, so actually, no, that's true. We actually haven't had an actual wedding inside the museum, but we've had receptions inside the museum, quite a few. Um, I'm still waiting to see where we can get the couple in there together, but I have a feeling someone protested every time they suggested actually uh, having the wedding inside the museum, but we've had lots of receptions afterwards with, you know, children running around and grandparents together, and it, it's, it's really wonderful 
to, to, to see the grandparents tell the, you know, to get the grandchildren involved and tell their stories about their, their, their experiences with these vehicles. We have enough of a variety that almost every person that walks in there that, uh, that, you know, grew up with these vehicles, there is one in there in the collection that they know very well. And they're able to tell that story. So it's really quite fun and remarkable in that regard. That, that's neat. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I'm a big diner fan. And just <laughs> to hear you have a diner there, or a replica of a diner, of course, I think is incredible. Plus, a 20s gas station. And tell, tell us about the gas station. Do you have the actual pumps with the big glass cylinders? Yeah, well, actually, the, the, the 20, we have a more of a 20s and 30s uh, gas station. Uh, uh-huh. And then, actually, the pumps, the pumps that we found, I have a big glass one in more in the 1900s section, the 1900s to 1920s. I have an old uh, Sinclair gas pump. They're wonderfully restored. But in the actual gas station in the center, which is more reflective of, you know, kind of Missouri driving where you would have a, 1920s building, but you would have more of a 60s pump. Okay, we have in that. I, I got you. That particular sure. one. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. is that DX gasoline or Skelly or one of those? Uh, that is a uh, Sinclair. Sinclair. Uh, one of the okay. middle of the Sinclair as well. Actually, no, no. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. That's a 66. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get confused. I have three pumps. <laughs> oh. Okay. So you do it. So you I do have, have pumps. okay. You have automobilia then on uh, besides, which I think is is nice to be able to do well, that. And, and right. Well, and what I've tried to do is look, and this this is the trouble we're having, and I'm sure you've all have found this is that we have to engage the newer generation, right, on all of this, and uh, and I also I need to get people off the road, other than the the, the, the I hate to be you know other than just the men that are interested usually in the vehicles, I have to create something for everyone that's not just a car museum. So I went out and, and I have large photographs from the state uh, archives and the national archives uh, of roads and, and people enjoying roads and their vehicles from that time period. And I specifically tried to find photographs and history of this general area in Columbia, Fulton, Mexico, uh, as an example, to engage people to understand you know, where these vehicles came from and to give some sort of, you know, point of reference right, in, the line, right. in their lives. So, uh, it's, it's, so and, and that's the other trick is I'm finding it very interesting The people that are more in our generation or my generation, actually I'm more of I'm a baby boomer, not to give you guys too much credit, but the baby boomers, we saw that transition uh, through our parents in a lot of ways. So there's sort of a gap between interests, I'm finding, where the younger kids, absolutely love these cars. They want to know how they work. They want me to pull up the cows. They want to see the engine. You know, they want to touch the lines. Oh, and wow. a lot of baby boomers are like, yeah, 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 that was grandpa's car, you know. Yeah. And then you have the grandparents that are like, stop talking about my car that way. You know, <laughs> my generation that way. So we're, we're so we, we've tried to do, is I built also historical replicas of sets of, of downtown Fulton, as an example. Uh, of the buildings that existed at the time. In fact, we have an original Ford building downtown, fireproof and all. Wow. Uh, with the elevator up in top originally. Now it's a drugstore, but the upstairs, the storage area, is still intact. So, of course, I built a replica of what we call the Jameson Ford. It was Jameson Ford Museum, uh, Jameson Ford at the time. Uh-huh. And that's where, of course, I have a lot of my Fords 
in France from my 19, 1909s to my 1950s. So, okay. So we try to include the history directly, uh, you know, uh, and uh, try to make it relevant yeah. to the cars. Yeah. Um, so you actually have built these sets and, and put them in the museum then? Correct. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, my 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 history and training is all in uh, theater and film design and production. I'm also a commercial designer. Okay. So to me, it was it was a natural way to tell a story was to bring those things in rather than just you know have the vehicle sitting there in a brightly lit room and with stanchions covering them. It actually kind of takes some of the right the passion and the reality away from them. So. Yes, they let me build some, you know, theatrical sets, not movie quality sets, but theatrical sets, which are about, oh, they're a third scale. Sure. And uh, you, you really wouldn't notice that. But, you know, but we also designed them, too, so we can move the exhibits around. So it's not just a permanent thing. We can move that particular, say, Jameson Ford thing to another area, recreate the exhibit, and if we find a bigger and better place, we can take everything with it. Beautiful, beautiful. Let, let's go yeah, back to yeah. the cars. We were into the, I think we sure. were 52 Buick, if I, was that where we stopped? So, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in yes, there. Yes, I think we got to the 50s Buick Special. Right, okay. And then we're into uh, 52 Kaiser Manhattan. There, yeah, you mentioned that one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, just a lovely vehicle. It again. is. And then we have a 52, uh, 52 C Gray Pumper. Right. Another one of the vehicles that are outside that we're trying to find a home for. Okay. Uh, we have a 54 MG TF Midget, which isn't actually in the museum. It's, uh, that's one of the ones we're going to probably pop back in. A very popular car in the States. Uh, a 55 Studebaker Speedster. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have a 56 uh, Lincoln Continental Mark II. Ah, that that's a gorgeous great car shape. too. Yeah. Oh, it, and it's in great shape. It's still got the pearlization, everything. It's just it's just wonderful. The it, it really does demonstrate the manufacturing at the time. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. And then we have a '57 Ford Thunderbird. Okay. '59 uh, Ford Edsel four door. An Edsel, huh? And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, an Edsel in great shape. And she's beautiful. And then my other favorite one is the 59 Ford Skyliner Fairlane that has the hood that comes out of the trunk. Yep. Yeah, the uh, roof. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And we have that in a propped mid-position. And, and people walk by and they go, well, where do you put your luggage? You know? <laughs> <laughs> really kind of a, yeah, there were very, kind of <laughs> very few cars <laughs> built with a retractable hardtop. That 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 is amazing. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, it is, and it, it actually works. Uh, I wish I could get it to work more in the museum, where of course we don't want to break anything. But I would love to have it come up and down, but I can't talk anybody into that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, a that's challenge. Just me being a de- that's just me being a designer. You know, yeah, but I know better as a, as an historical person. I, we don't want to break. Uh, then we have a 1960s uh, Chrysler Imperial with the fins, lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, 63 uh, Corvair Chevrolet mm-hmm. and a 63 Corvette Stingray. Beautiful. Uh, a Roadster or a Coupe? Uh, the Coupe. Uh, the split window. Okay. Yeah. That, the, yep. yep. Split window. It's really very nice. Uh, we have a uh, then a 65 Corvair Chevrolet Corvair mm-hmm. and then the, we have a 66 uh, Ford Mustang Coupe. You know, just this one sure. that everyone expects to see. 
you know. Yeah. Uh, we have a 68 uh, Volkswagen Bug, uh, which, of course, being a very popular car in the States, we thought it was important to include. And I have a little side story. My mom bought the first VW convertible off the boat in 49. Wow. <laughs> What, what, and she good. had one as a kid, and then my parents, it was their first car, and it was the only car, and they bought one every, every you know, four or five years. Actually, sure. one of them was destroyed in an ocean crossing. But I spent most of my upbringing stuck in the back with the top town as we're traveling through Europe, much as what my father did in the rumble seat, traveling around Europe and, <laughs> and Africa <laughs> in the thing. It, yeah. So, uh, in fact, we finally ended up with one of the last ones, the 74, it was the last ones that came out of the Austrian factory. In fact, I went there and picked it out with my parents, and they didn't have the color we wanted, and they drove three cars out of the other various colors, and I always thought that that's how you bought cars. You went to the factory, and they just drove them out. <laughs> that's incredible. And you got to pick one. Yeah, that, so that anyway, is I, incredible. I digress. <laughs> oh no no that's uh, an interesting story that you went to the Carmen factory that that is that's just yeah. the, oh it was yeah beautiful factory of course they're you know Austrian everything's clean beautiful very professional it was just it was just overwhelming as a ten year old you know uh, I, I <laughs> very, be, believe nice. me I, I and well envy also you. it was funny excuse me I envy you <laughs> so. No. <laughs> Hardly. I don't have very many people that do after they see the task at hand. Um, then we have a 69 Ford Fairlane 500 mm -hmm. convertible. Mm -hmm. Very nice. 69 GM Chevrolet El Camino. Uh, 69 Lincoln Continental. I think it's a Mark III. I think it would be by then, wouldn't it? Probably. And then a 69 Mercedes 280 SL. Ah, another popular car. Sure, yeah, the Pagoda, the, the Pagoda. Yeah, yeah, black. Yeah, everyone wow. loves that car. Just loves that car. Yeah. Um, and then we have a '70s AMC uh, Javelin, the SST Fastback Coupe. Okay. Uh, which we are now getting to be one of our parade cars because she's in great shape, and everybody just thinks she's just wonderful, and she's you know relatively unusual for most people that think of you know uh, you know. Uh, big power cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a 1970 Cadillac Stretch Limo. Uh, a 70 Z28 Camaro. Oh, that's a sweet car. Um, David says we got to take a break again. So give us a minute, and we'll be right back. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government as well as those involved in legal cases have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. 
just talking to you about antique car insurance, I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Okay, we're back on the Classic Car Show with uh, on America's Web Radio, and we've got uh, Tom Jones on the air with us today from the Fulton, Missouri Museum, uh, Classic Car Museum, Auto World, as a matter of fact. Uh, Tom, right quick before we forget it, let's. Uh, how can people find you on the internet, and also how do they find you in general in Fulton, Missouri? Uh, well, if you just go to www.autoworldmuseum.com, that should give you all the pertinent information that you need to get to the museum. We're right off of 54 South, <clears throat> as you uh, off of uh, I-70, you hit 54 South, which goes down to Jeff City and the Lake of the Ozarks region. You can see us right off the highway. Uh, a big giant industrial building with a picture of the 1919 uh, Chevrolet on, on the front of the building and our big logo. Uh, follow the signs, uh, which we're getting more of. Uh, even though you can see us from the highway, uh, we're kind of off on one of the side roads, but uh, you, you'll be able to find it. Um, uh, and that's probably the best way to do it is hit the website and or just travel down. If you're in Fulton, everyone or anyone of any one of the businesses should be able to tell you how to do it from from in town. But we're relatively easy to find. What, what about your hours? Our hours are 9 to 5, uh, April 1st through January 1st. Uh, then we are open from January through April only uh, by invitation and or special events. Okay. Um, but, uh, now, of course, our business seven days a week? Start. Um, every day, every seven day. days a week, okay. yes. We are open all full-time, all the time, nine to five. And you do have a facility for, that can be rented out or, or whatever for special occasions and, and so forth? Yes, yes, we do. We have uh, we have our center area, which is uh, designed for about 150 to 200 people. Uh, we have a catering uh, kitchen, so uh, caterers can come in, bring their, their food, and, and we are legitimized in lots of power, so we can provide, you know, services for the caterers for the parties. And what about uh, we a, gift a sound shop? system, video, everything else for our clients? Yeah, so. and a gift shop. And we do have a gift shop, which we're revamping and redeveloping. Uh, we do have a gift shop with lots of Auto World paraphernalia and uh, T-shirts and hats, etc., and those sorts of things. Do you, Do you do any uh, car events uh, during the year? Do you have an antique well, car yeah, meet and, or anything like that? Well, yes. In fact, that's part of my main job for this year. I, I haven't really been working for the museum full-time probably in four or five years. So when they brought me back on was specifically to be able to develop that part of it. So on May 30th, we have an event, a car show, a custom car show for the Drive to Survive, which is a suicide prevention show, uh, suicide prevention um, act, uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh Show. I don't know right. better to say that. Right. Okay. Um, uh, and then we also have in uh, July 25th we have the NVPA, the Military Vehicle Preservation Association, 
they did this last year, who will be bringing Willie's Jeeps and half tracks and personnel carriers and stuff. We did that last year with great success. Um, they've been really quite wonderful. We have a 49 Willys ourselves. Let so me ask, like do you, to, do you, you know. give the military any discount for, for coming to the museum? Yes, we do have military, uh, uh, AAA or, and uh, senior discounts. I'm looking at my thing to make sure I have it right. Gosh, Weber uh, would get in yes. free if you discounted on age. <laughs> You know, well, if you come in as an expert and are willing to talk on video for me, I'll let you in for free. <laughs> let, 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 let me get some knowledge out of you first. I'll let you in. It's eight dollar. It's eight dollar normal admission, and then six dollars for seniors, uh, uh, you know, triple A AA, uh, AAA and uh, and military. So, and then children are uh, four dollars, I believe. So, yeah. and how about adults that behave like children? <laughs> I just had well, to, you know that <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, not now we we've got the military vehicles and any other shows in the fall? Well, we're looking to try to get the V8 club. We have a big huge V8 club and a Model P club locally. And we're hoping to have, you know, either one of those guys, uh, one of those groups come in in August, uh, and or September. Mm-hmm. But we haven't been able to nail that down yet. We'll, we'll know that probably in about a month or so. Good. So. Good. Well, Do hopefully we'll have it. And if you, uh, check our website, we are on social media too at Auto World Museum. Um, you'll see the link on the social media at our website. Um, and that that should keep you you know abreast of everything we we pretty much post stuff as we as we know it. So. Okay. All right. Now, um, how far north of Route sixty six are you? And I, I bring that up because I know there's a lot of Route sixty six tours of people that want to create that, and of course Interstate forty I think replaced Route sixty six. Right, we're 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 well, we're very close to to that. I mean, okay. we are. You know, it's so funny. I don't know the exact amount of distance, but if yeah. you're doing a route forty, a route sixty six tour, we're within, you know, forty minutes to an hour. Oh, okay. um, you're that close. One of those areas. Sure. Where, yeah. where are you two guys from? It's not Route sixty six. It's, it's Route sixty six. All right, gotta gotta. Well. So, somebody here's from Texas. <laughs> I won't hold it against him. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's a Missouri jab. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we sold Missouri, didn't we? No. I, I thought Texas just sold them off or something. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe coming up that we may sell Texas, but... Uh, all right, well, let's go back to the uh, car show for a minute. What is the newest car you have on display? Tom? Did we lose Tom? I'm here. I'm sorry okay. I muted you with my face. Right. The newest car uh, yeah. we have in, well, in the general collection, the newest car is a is what we call the, it's what University of Missouri did. It's, uh, it's called the Sun Tiger Two. Which is the solar car that the university, the second solar car that the University of Missouri and their engineering department put right. through. So wow. I would say it was the 97 Sun Tiger, but we also have an 87 Jaguar XJ 
1906, which isn't currently in the museum, but that will probably be in uh, next April. Then we also have an 86 Light Star Plus, the GCRV, the little weird vehicle that looks like a little spaceship or a fighter plane sort of thing. It's a two-seater tandem. Um, that's a very interesting one. Uh, and then, of course, we have the great 1982 DeLorean Coupe hmm. from Back to the Future. Oh, of course, not the yeah. Back to the Future car, but we have a good right. DeLorean, a nice right. DeLorean. Okay. Which, of course, is our most popular vehicle. You know, everybody wants their picture by the DeLorean, so it's really, uh, really a hoot. But then we also have, like, an 80s RX-7, you know, to show sure. the, one of the first rotary engines in production. Uh, we have a 75 Renault electric, a Renault electric car, uh, which I find kind of funny. I didn't even know they did these at the time, but uh, Bill was very smart and bought this thing. And, of course, it has all the batteries intact. And it's, uh, it's, it's really kind of silly. And you look at this thing in 75, the first attempt to, you know, to start creating electric cars, you know, they just, you know, pulled out the engine and slapped in a bunch of, a bunch of batteries in, in, in series. It's really kind of fun. And then we have a 75 Honda Civic, very nice, and then a 74 Cadillac uh, Fleetwood Eldorado. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, so we, yeah, it's, it's really very kind of interesting as well. And then we also have a cutaway version and a working version of a straight six uh, internal uh, combustion engine uh, example. So that's also very kind of nice. You can, people that don't understand internal combustion, it's... That 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 you know the street six is a good demo. That that brings me to a question: Do you get any school mm-hmm. tours? Do do any of the grade schools come through and and do a tour as part of uh, their their education? We we do. We're trying to officially get into local school systems. It actually takes quite a while to get into their and into their routine. But we have the adventure club. Which is a, uh, a group for uh, you know kids after school programs. We've right. had a couple of them come through. We also have the Missouri School for the Deaf is also in Fulton, Missouri. So we we've had a few of their their tours. Really, really quite wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, we get the local school groups. We're trying to increase that educational footprint, but to again get into their routine, uh, it's, it takes a while to get people to. Uh, to work us into their schedule, but we're hoping that we'll be doing that more, more frequently rather than less. We at least have we have the say the Corvette group of Missouri is going to meet here. Wow. We have a lot of car car show groups that are now rediscovering us or finding us that are now having their meetings in our facilities. They'll they'll come through, have lunch, see the museum, you know, as they're heading on to either the lake or wherever their activity is. So sure, quite a few groups that come through that way. Okay. All right. Because what what really prompted my question is when you said you had a, a working cutaway engine, I'm just thinking either grade school or junior high science or physics class or well they probably don't mm-hmm. get physics in, in junior high, but a lot of people don't even understand what's under the hood of a car and right exactly especially in modern cars where you can't see anything yes. you know you you yeah. can't even physically see it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm not the greatest mechanic in the world, but you know, where's you know, where's the fuel pump? You know, where's the, you know, what, a yeah. serpentine belt? Are you crazy? What do you mean? What's that? You know? Yes, that's it. Oh, exactly. You're absolutely correct. In fact, that's one of the goals of the museum and part of our middle area is that we also had Bill Bill Backer and his best friend Harris Lee also created these little uh, out of parts and pieces over the years. This little carnival collection 
these little carnival rides, little mini ones. And what we're trying to do is take that and anything sort of mechanical that we can show kids, that's everything that's hands-on to explain just, you know, the need and the necessity of engineering, mechanics. Sure. So we're trying to drive that along and make that one a very hands-on exhibit. We're in the middle of that development right now. That's great. Well, do you have any final word for us? Because we're about to... uh wrap up this show and I want to thank you personally for uh, taking your time and telling us about the museum absolutely it's been my great pleasure I just have to say come see Auto World Museum travel through history at Auto World thank you <laughs> thank you sir okay take thank care you. thanks appreciate Tom. it Tom you're listening to America's Web Radio the classic car show Jim thank you it was a great interview with uh, Tom uh, Jones uh Alias, no, Tom Jones <laughs> in uh, Fulton, Missouri, and we encourage everyone that uh, is in that area to go by uh, the Auto World Museum. Uh, you know, it's just, to me, it's a great hobby, and it's a great opportunity to show everyone uh, what has transpired in America in the last 150 years. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.